Medical information obtained from our website or on the live show is not intended to be a substitute for professional care. If you have, or you suspect you might, have an illness or other medical condition, you should consult a health care provider. The opinions expressed on this radio program are not necessarily those of the sports doctor, this radio show, or their sponsors. Hey, everybody, live from Chicago, it's the Sports Doctor. Happy holidays. I'm Dr. Bob Weil, sports podiatrist, all things sports medicine, fitness, and wellness. Brought to you by Global Schoolwear, stylish school uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger, Hurdle Apparel high-tech socks, LER, lower extremity review, and MVP parent magazines, and UK Health Radio. We've got a great doubleheader. Uh, today, Taylor Matter, he's the founder and CEO of Hurdle Apparel, their high-tech socks. He is also involved in the world of uh, publicity and community affairs leader. He'll be joining me along with Simon Gidney. He's the founder of A Mind to Care, programs for the cognitive challenge and their caregivers. And the sports doctor's in with some Bob Guider wisdom, some emails. Let's welcome Taylor Matter. Welcome to the sports doctor. Dr. Bob, good to be here. Thanks. Give us some background on yourself and um, the uh, hurdle apparel world. Sure, yeah. Well, uh, I actually started out in uh, management consulting here in D.C., so I'm not a uh, – I was not originally in apparel by trade, uh, but I, you know, I'm an active runner uh, and, you know, athlete, outdoorsman, and I just had an overuse injury and in my left foot. And, you know, I was putting together some designs. I have kind of an amateur engineering background per se. So I put together some designs and, um, uh, you know, uh, I really wanted to provide additional foot support in socks that could help me with my overuse injury, uh, which was capsulitis in my, uh, in my left foot. And so, yeah, I mean, long story short, you know, we, uh, we ended up setting up our own manufacturing unit overseas and developing, you know, some really innovative technology in socks over the last few years. And, well, you uh, were able to combine, you know, you've got quite a background in the world of corporate campaign management, again, publicity, mm-hmm. uh, community affairs. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, enhancing uh, health uh, with a product that, that makes sense. Uh, of course, you know, you ended up um, uh, being under the care of the sports doctor as we talk about <laughs> the importance of support uh, and the importance of uh, fabric technology. Now, you know, a, a couple of months ago, we had one of your uh, uh, co-founders on, uh, Tasha mm-hmm. Hayes, uh, MIT fabric specialist. That had to add a lot to your ability to uh, get into the high-tech sock world. Yeah, absolutely. So Tasha just kind of fell into our lap through really just a miracle. So right at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, you know, there were a lot of very overqualified people, you know, on freelancing sites and, and things like that. And Tasha had her own agency, and so I hired her. Uh, to, to help us with some designs and she just, we organically just gradually developed a relationship and she, uh, she really liked the idea of, you know, of, of the hurdle socks. And so she, she became a co-founder of ours and, um, she helped, you know, she originally, you know, she was helping us with contact manufacturers all over the world and, we soon found out that, uh, you know, no manufacturers could really make what we were looking for. So, uh, you know, and then she, you know, she's helped us, you know, every step through the way, setting up our own manufacturing unit, putting together designs, uh, things like that. So, yeah, she's been a... Well, plus the fabric a, world, you know, the, the fabric technology was one of the reasons I wanted to have her on the sports doctor. Uh, and uh, matter of fact, she was on, I think, in October, if people go to bbsradio.com forward slash the sports doctor archives. They could uh, catch uh, her show where we were talking not only about the biomechanical advantages of the um, design of socks to include support and stability, mm-hmm. you know, routinely, but again, fabric technology, the idea, whether it's odor control, whether it's sweat yeah. resistance, uh, breathability, all these other things, 
that go into that great combination of, um, uh, you know, biomechanical design. That must have been your, your engineering background, I would think, Taylor. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. So, I mean, I think that it, Tosh and I originally discussed, you know, where we were really after was, you know, what, how, you know, A, we were deciding what really is foot support and how can we kind of en- engineer that into socks. And the first thing we really came up with was shock absorption. And so how can socks, you know, impact your, uh, sorry, you know, absorb impact as you walk, run, uh, whatever else. And, and, and so, you know, in, so fabric technology today in socks, and, you know, as she kind of, you know, she was working with us, you know, on us, she, we, we noticed that when you stand on cotton or, or nylon or any other kind of uh, natural or artificial yarn fibers that are in socks, they just, the, the fibers lie flat upon the pressure of human weight. And it doesn't really absorb shock or impact, and it doesn't provide, you know, real foot support in the way that, you know, a podiatrist Yeah, so <laughs> might... besides padding, you know, there's one, on the one hand, right. you have the good old-fashioned padding, but then having technology interwoven into a material that could help absorb shock is, uh, is exciting stuff uh, and something that could be very, very helpful, again, whether we're talking sports. You also included left and right. Uh, socks, yeah. which is uh, uh, interesting, isn't it? Yes, sir. So that, that that is something that we we found out that we actually uh, it was we we needed to include because so the support matrix technology that we include in our socks conforms to your left and right foot, which helps with you know, foot alignment, and but it also helps to you know pr- so portions of our matrix technology is slightly thicker and thinner by fractions of a millimeter. And so it helps offload weight away from vulnerable areas of the foot. And you can't really do that without proper foot alignment uh, in your left and right foot. So we had to develop uh, left and right socks very specifically for it. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, you know, on the sports doctor for decades, one of our main focuses is the foot function, the whole biomechanics, now, how that relates to all activities and all areas above, whether it's back, knees, hips, ankles, and the world of uh, 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 orthotic technology, shoe selection, strengthening of all of these areas. And to be able to include sock technology as being helpful in that direction uh, is, is uh, an exciting area. We're going to talk more about that. Everybody listening to The Sports Doctor, I'm Dr. Bob Weil. Sports Podiatrist. If you go to my website, sportsdoctorradio.com, if you go over to radio shows, you go back years, international, national, local experts, an array of topics. Uh, listen to what I'd be like if you go over to newspaper articles and magazines. There's, a, again, a tremendous uh, uh, collection of articles on so many different topics. A lot of excitement with MVP Parent Magazine, our interaction with Lower Extremity Review Magazine, but still my most popular article is Women in High Heels, uh, <laughs> strengthening. We have thousands of followers, lots of important, uh, helpful information on our platforms, whether it's um, LinkedIn or all the excitement on um, uh, X, formerly Twitter, uh, at Sports Doc, D-O-C Radio. We're talking with Taylor Matter, uh, who is the uh, uh, CEO, co-founder, her uh, apparel socks. We were talking again about... Uh, the uh, technology. What's the best website uh, for people to find out about uh, Hurdle Socks, Taylor? Uh, sure, yeah. It's uh, www.hurdleapparel.com. Like, hurdle, like you're jumping over a hurdle. Apparel.com. You know, I'm excited. You know, my son, who's the CEO of Global Schoolwear, and one of our mm-hmm. key supporters, again, the uh, uh, whole Tommy Hilfiger school uniform area, uh, getting involved. Uh, uh, in, in the uh, sock world, you're going to be adding dress shoe sock technology sometimes in the near future. I am, yes. Yeah. So that is uh, something that we're going to be releasing in March, uh, assuming everything goes well. We just actually finished our uh, our final version of the dress socks, and uh, we're just we're currently in production. Hopefully, hoping to get those out by uh, by March. You know, again, people who are on their feet all day. Um, uh, uh, working 
on their feet, whether we're nurses, uh, uh, whether there are first responders, where there's all sorts of different individuals in the construction world, uh, where there's always been the challenge uh, of um, shoe technology and foot problems and all sorts of other related problems because of that prolonged uh, standing. And there was always, you know, the, there might have been medical support socks on the left, but there really wasn't anything that was much more practical uh, when it would come again to supportive um, socks. What you have now in those couple of different styles, talk a little bit about what your present products are. Yeah, so we have, so yeah, yeah, right, so uh, you were kind of touching on, on that for a minute, but today, you know, you have a really, a really stark choice between, you know, very, very thick medical socks or just your everyday socks. And so we wanted to really provide that same support, really superior support uh, in the same kind of thin, um, you know, fitted everyday sock that anyone can wear. And so right now we have four different styles. Uh, we have no-shows. Uh, we have ankle socks. Uh, we have quarter, quarter crew socks. Quarter crews come just about uh, a couple inches above the ankle. And then uh, we have crew socks, which come right below the calf. And uh, as we just met, we touched on, we're, we're releasing dress socks, which will be over the calf uh, socks, and those will be out in March. Yes, and of course, as a uh, as an avid runner, many times the the whole function of the foot, the role of the foot, becomes a very very big deal, uh, especially uh, um, when we see uh, how much running are you doing, Taylor? You know, I, I used to be a big runner, uh, but uh, but since my foot injury, I I do run a little bit. I, I tend to do intervals, but I, I I love to go on walks and hikes, and then you know every once in a while. I'll get on the treadmill and uh, and and I'll run I'll run a little bit, but I try to. Hey man, are you an orthotics, Taylor? <laughs> I, you know I don't wear orthotics. You know ever since. Okay. Well, I tell I you, wore, something, you know yeah. when you when you when you're talking about, especially if you're still talking about your foot problem, this is something you definitely will want to include. Uh, oh no, biomechanical no, no, no. alignment is such a big deal. We go, that's my pearl for the day for you from the sports doctor, which is include strengthening again, you know, capsulitis, inflammation of the soft tissue that surrounds mm-hmm. the joint. Uh, and, and again, with running and pounding, you know, it's interesting with the explosion of pickleball. You know, mm-hmm. I wrote an article for Lower Extremity Magazine, Taylor, like in 2021 when no one knew how to spell the word pickleball. <laughs> and we <laughs> yeah. were talking about how, active, you know, seniors who thought they could just jump on that court, man, and get involved. They didn't realize they had to be in shape uh, beforehand. So, uh, you know, sometimes we'll see, you know, that the uh, uh, long-term activities, uh, when a lot of times individuals and athletes will say, you know, does my son or daughter or do I need orthotics? And the sports doctor would say, let's ask if you would benefit. But that's a whole other show. (laughs) <laughs> agree well you know for me personally yeah so i used to wear orthotics but then after i started wearing hurdle socks and honestly yeah my my capsulitis issue is healed has gone away i do you know my the reason i don't uh, run as often as i used to is really just to save my knees for the future <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but that's that's a yeah, separate issue yes it is um, it's absolutely the case you know and again when you're talking about like school populations the ability to have Young students with uh, global schooler in mind, uh, mm-hmm. who again are very active, the, the ability to add some support and step up in stability sock wise, I think is a big deal. Yes, sir. I think it is. So, I mean, this is something where, you know, students, yeah, they're, they're walking from, you know, A to B to class every day. Then they go to their, uh, their, uh, you know, their, their extracurricular activities, whether that be sports or something else. You know, they're, they're on their feet all day. Taking they're growing. Steps. Yeah, exactly. So it's another growing. factor. Yes. What yeah. sizes um, and uh, age groups do you consider that uh, you guys involved with, Taylor? So right now we, uh, you know, we're mainly going to be uh, high school and above. So that's going to, so that's our, our foot sizes are really are, are going to range anywhere from about seven and a half, seven and a half all the way up to like fourteen. So that so it's a pretty broad size, but we don't we don't yet have kids that are you know elementary and middle school. But you know if you are a high schooler, you're growing, you're on. Oh, you will. Day, <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. We will. We will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah. Because we see, again, the uh, youth sports is a gigantic topic on the sports doctrine. It has been forever. And many times, again, we see where we've got these adolescents uh, who are so involved uh, in activities, whether they're on the tennis court, whether they're runners or cross-country. Uh, matter of fact, even the thin sock technology, we're very excited because one of my uh, super uh, areas is a whole world of figure skating. And the mm-hmm. idea of being able to get in between some sort of sock and those thin leotards uh, that are, are being used. So who knows what areas we're going to get you involved with, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that is exciting. Um, yeah, ice skating, I haven't really thought about that, to be honest with you, but I, I, that is actually a, a very exciting opportunity since the right, the impact. Oh, yeah, it's one of my poster skating. boards. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> the, you know, you're a young guy. The 2010 Men's Olympic Gold Medal uh, figure skating champion grew up here in Illinois, Evan Lysacek. He was 10 years old when I put orthotics in his skates. Uh, we're still putting orthotics in 10-year-old in, in skates. So, again, yeah. the idea, uh, of course, the senior population, uh, the uh, uh, weekend warriors, uh, besides mm-hmm. the working population, to me, again, was one of the exciting things that I thought Hurdler was really, really all about. Uh, that population, people trying to stay active uh, uh, at uh, uh, later ages, and the whole idea preventing falling, Again, the sock mm-hmm. technology that could be helpful in those areas, again, is a big deal. Yeah, well, you know, socks have uh, the potential to play a particularly special role in our, in our activewear life, really, because it's the only footwear that actually conforms to the contours of your feet. So when you wear shoes, for example, or sandals, you're, you're, you're really just you're stepping on them. So ice skating, for example, like you're not going to get additional support because when you land, <laughs> you're landing on your shoes, on your ice skates. Especially if you're triple of... jumping. I knew the time would fly yeah. by with you, Taylor. Again, we want to <laughs> welcome you. We want to welcome Hurdle Apparel Socks as our, our newest supporter on the sports doctor. We're excited. Mm-hmm. Give us again the website. People could find out about you uh, and the products. Uh, so it's www.hurdleapparel.com. Uh, hurdle, like you're jumping over hurdle, H-U-R-D-L-E. Great. Happy holidays to you and uh, your family and company. And everybody will be right back. Hold on, Taylor. It's the Sports Doctor. Hey, everybody, it's Dr. Bob Weil, a sports doctor. I'm excited to announce the release of my new book, co-written with Sharky Zartman, hashtag Hey Sports Parents, an essential guide for any parent with a child in sports. You know, Sharky is a former Hall of Fame volleyball player. She's the mom of two daughters who became Division I volleyball players. Together, we have over 70 years of combined youth sports experience. Goal of the book? Give you the essential tools and guidance to make your experience as a sports parent the best it could be. Hashtag Hey Sports Parents is divided into four sections. The first section, Sports Parenting 101. Sharky talks everything about uh, parenting, about coaching, that whole uh, interaction between parents and coaches, coaching your own kid. Uh, What are the things to really pay attention to? The second section is the Sports Doctors In, yours truly. Uh, my discussion of injury prevention and treatment, choosing the best shoes, youth sports and drugs, essential exercises, the dilemma of youth football, orthotics. Third section, uh, experts speak out. We bring together eight different experts in nutrition and sports performance and mental training in all aspects of coaching in that section. The last section is the parent's perspective, some insights from about a half a dozen parents of athletes. So everyone, hey, get out your megaphone, spread the word. Now available on Amazon. Order now. You'll be more confident. So will your young athlete. Hashtag, hey, sports parents. everybody, Dr. Bob here. LER, Lower Extremity Review Magazine, is celebrating their 10th anniversary. It's been a decade of providing key 
uh, clinical and practical information about concerns, conditions, and treatment solutions for the lower extremity, both sports and non-sports alike. LER is the only multidisciplinary publication for doctors of all specialties, educators, therapists, and trainers. They inform practitioners on current developments in the diagnosis, treatment, and prevention of lower extremity injuries. LER prides itself on editorial integrity and evidence-based content. Their tagline, collaborative care for better outcomes, says it all. Hey, colleagues, go to lermagazine.com. Hey, everybody. MVP Parent Magazine is special. Evidence-based topics on all areas of youth sports. Rich Dubin, a sports dad himself, takes his three decades of publishing. He just celebrated the 12th anniversary of the acclaimed LER Lower Extremity Review Magazine, one of sports doctors' key supporters, and he pours it into MVP Parent. Factual evidence-based info on such key topics like physical and mental training, nutrition, injury awareness, treatment, recovery, and prevention, I am proud to be a contributor to MVP Parent with the Sports Doctor is In article in each issue. Go to MVPParent.com, MVPParent.com. Hey, everybody, live from Chicago. We are back. It's the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Wild, sports podiatrist. I want to welcome Simon Gidney. Uh, he is the founder of A Mind to Care, various programs uh, for the cognitively challenged, and they're all important caregivers. Um, there isn't a family around who's not dealing with uh, their parents, their grandparents, that whole world. Simon, welcome to the Sports Doctor. Bob, thank you very much. Delighted to be here. Thank you for inviting me on. And uh, Simon is a, he's a guy's background. He's really a hands-on, strategic, and operational executive. But he got himself involved here with this mind to care. Simon, give us some background on yourself and a mind sure. to care. Okay. Uh, well, I'm, a, I'm an attorney by background. I'm English. I moved here in 2004. I haven't practiced, practiced as an attorney for a long, long time. I was uh, in business for many, many years. I worked in corporate turnarounds. And then I founded a company that made electric motors. We sold them into the refrigeration industry. Ran that for about 10 years and sold that in 2019. Um, wasn't sure what to do. Uh, didn't want to retire um, my wife would have gone crazy if I'd been in the house all day. So I, I was looking around for something to do, something else to do, and I, I bumped into a gentleman uh, named Scott who had given up a position in the oil industry to help his mother care for his father. His father was uh, diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, and he basically, his father lived for another 20 years, and Scott uh, developed uh, an activity system basically to help uh, people caring for people with cognitive challenges. Um, when I met Scott, he was looking to sell because he unfortunately had uh, himself become ill uh, with cancer. He, he, he subsequently recovered, but he didn't have the time or the energy really to continue. So I kind of slipped into this sideways, Bob, and um, it's it, the whole space is just... You know, the mental challenges, the, the, a big part of the sports doctor over the decades, I call it the mental game, whether yeah. you're the best athlete in the world, whether you're their parents, whether you're their coaches, uh, all sorts of sports psychology, mental training. We've always included that, and brain health has become a very, very big deal as we age. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely ability, right, yes, so. And the challenges of dealing with aging, whether it happens to be the dementia side of things or the Alzheimer's and or the uh, other uh, uh, challenges in rehabilitation, Parkinson's, uh, uh, et cetera, and the fact that uh, we used to talk about caregivers, that they had to be athletes. <laughs> they had to train physically in order to be able to handle some of these different activities. A lot of people don't uh, consider that, but again, you know, the... There isn't a family uh, that doesn't in, involve in some way, shape, or form some of these um, challenges. And, and you guys 
have uh, come up with the, these programs to really be proactive and, and dealing with um, uh, these uh, exercise skills and et cetera for uh, cognitively uh, uh, challenged. Well, I, I have the utmost respect, Bob, for caregivers. Um, they are absolutely the unsung heroes, I think, of our generation. They're one um, of them. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, according to the Alzheimer's Association, there are there are over 11 million unpaid caregivers in the United States today. That's 11 million people who are looking after uh, a spouse or a parent suffering with uh, Alzheimer's or another form of dementia, um, and it takes a heavy toll. You know, um, a lot of carers don't have the time to look after their own health. They're under a lot of stress and. Um, you know, it, it's a serious problem, and, they, and I think they need to be recognized, and I think that anything we can possibly do to help them, you know, we should be trying to do. Well, um, you know, yeah, one of the things—sorry, Bob, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, but the, uh, the programs that you have developed to be helpful in these areas, um, tell us a little bit about, you know, the journals and some of these other um, games— sure that uh, you have found helpful for these okay. challenges? Well, we, 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 we're constantly expanding what we're doing, but the core of what we started with is basically we call it an activity kit, which it consists of a, um, a, a folding magnetic dry erase whiteboard so you can play tic-tac-toe, uh, any other games where you could draw on it, wipe it clean, use it again. Uh, we also have a lot of magnetic puzzle and game sheets that can be attached to the board, again, used and wiped clean. The, the core of it really was twofold. One, there is a lot of research to show that somebody living with Alzheimer's or another form of dementia, it depends on the, on the stage, stage of progression of the disease because, you know, it gets worse as it continues. So different people are at different stages. Some people can do crossword puzzles. Other people, you know, that would be a bit too challenging for them. But, yes, you know, yeah, Tony Bennett, of... the, great, the great Tony Bennett, who recently passed away, who was, was, was uh, uh, dealing so much with the world of dementia, etc. He didn't know what day it was, but he was able to sing all his songs from memory. I had a psychology guest on months ago. We were talking about that phenomenon, about different parts of the brain, and some of these things, but that was just was a, a fascinating example, I thought. Oh, I, I totally agree with you. I think, actually, that, that the ability of music to cut through the fog of dementia in certain people, uh, we don't know why or how it occurs, but it's a truly remarkable thing. I saw the Tony Bennett when he got on stage with Lady Gaga, yes. and, and he looked very lost, but the second the music started, he, was just, he just dropped right into the song. <laughs> Um, we, as I said, we don't know how that how that really works, but but there are so many cases of a piece of music that the person perhaps was familiar with or used to listen to back in the day can completely change their demeanour, calm them down, make them happy. Um, but but to get back to where I, well, I mean, it's twofold for us. It, it's one. It is there's a lot of studies that show that people engaging in puzzles or activities that stimulate the brain can actually help their cognitive function, even people with dementia. Um, it also allows them to engage in social interaction, you know. But the, the other thing that I became aware of sort of down the road is that it's also very, very helpful for the caregivers. I, I talked to a caregiver once who said to me, even if I can, I can give my husband something to occupy him for 20 minutes, it gives me time to make a sandwich, make a cup of coffee, Put, put some laundry on, you know, so it, it, it's a benefit for the, for the person living with a condition. Oh, it's an educational we also try the, uh, it, yeah, yeah, educational to help the challenge. Yes, you know, Sorry? there's three, three areas, uh, Simon, that we pay big attention to many times when we're talking about sometimes the uh, uh, interesting new topics. Of, uh, and number one is awareness. You know, you just mentioned yeah. this. millions and millions of individuals that need to take advantage, you know, the long-term care industry, which is yep. gigantic uh, in the yep. United States. Uh, that, uh, so the awareness of the challenge 
And then there's the educational side, which is exactly what we're talking to you about. The idea yeah. of educating these facilities, these families, uh, the, uh, uh, even in the area of senior, senior sports. So somebody can remember where his pickleball court is when, he, you know, when yeah. he's on his way. Uh, yeah, yeah. In that regard. And then, you know, making some some uh, uh, some positive changes. So uh, the education of the uh, caregiver industry uh, and uh, some of their particular challenges is really um, something that you guys are really all about, isn't it? Yeah, as I say, you know, I was I was new to it. I got into it really in, in 2019, and it's kind of changed my life in a way, Bob. I mean, I know it sounds a bit, you know, but it's true because I've become so aware of the challenges that carers face. Um, I've also become aware that everybody I meet in this whole space, they're so nice. <laughs> I would spent a career in the corporate world where you know, really? meeting somebody nice is fairly unusual, but... I've been kind of blown away by just the people who work in this industry, in yeah. this caregiving well, the world industry. Of geri- you know, gerontology, you know, the world of aging. Yeah. That, uh, you know, I look in the mirror, it's me. And the, well, yeah, uh, the, the senior yeah. citizens, the world of Medicare. And by the way, you look forward to the show being played on UK Health Radio next week. You'll be able to match your, uh, your British accent when our show goes I, well, Yeah, people will probably be able to yeah. understand me in the UK. <laughs> For sure, you know. Yeah, and hopefully. The, uh, it, it, and they, so these, you know, the proactive uh, uh, side of things, um, there's been so much attention again um, with the um, pandemic and the yeah. whole mental challenge that, that's, that's tripled all of these areas of uh, anxiety and, and uh, uh, the fact that, uh, you know, and brain health, uh, you know, like uh, we talked about. And the fact that whether we're uh, the mental game, whether you're a high-performance athlete looking to train your brain, or yeah. whether, again, you're on the other side of the spectrum where you are uh, uh, having all sorts of challenges and you don't have the education as to um, what can you do positively about it. Yeah, well, I think you make a really valid point there, Bob, because a lot of people who end up uh, in the caregiving sector um, you know, unpaid family caregivers. It was not something they probably ever thought they would be doing. But they're doing it because a loved one, you know, a parent or, or, a, or a spouse needs help and there's nobody else to help. And, and they find themselves plunged into that world, often not knowing, you know, what resources are available, not knowing where to go for help. Um, and, and the yeah. more that I think all of us recognize how big this challenge is, the more we can reach out and help people we know who are, who are caring for somebody. What's the website people could find out uh, uh, the, all the information with uh, A Mind to Care, Simon? The website is amindtocare.com. So that's amindtocare.com. And, okay. uh, We're going to talk more about all of this when okay. we come back. Uh, your uh, interesting uh, reminiscence and reflection of the journal and the, all of these areas and, and uh, challenges and the positive side of uh, some of the things uh, uh, as we're making a difference with some of this education. We're talking again with Simon Gidney uh, and the founder of A Mind to Care. It's a sports doctor, everybody. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Dr. Bob. School Uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger is setting a new standard within the school uniform market. More schools are understanding the value that uniforms provide, school pride and identification being one of them. Another is the well-recognized reduction of student pressure to keep up with classmates in the real world of what to wear each day to school. School Uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger provides amazing quality and value to its partner schools and families. It is truly the first brand in this market that students are excited about wearing. Go to the website, globalschoolwear.com, globalschoolwear.com. If you live in or near Aurora, Illinois, and you're into sports, fitness at any level, or your son and daughter is, you cannot forget about your feet. Your feet affect everywhere else. There are complex motions that come into play, especially in sports. Your ankles, knees, hips, and back all are affected with your foot mechanics. Uh, Come visit the office 
uh, Dr. Bob uh, and get evaluated. Uh, check what shoes are best for you. I offer prescription orthotics, which is usually one of the major tools for treatment and prevention of foot-related ankle and leg problems. Also, enhancing performance. Step or two quicker, call 630-898-3505 or go to sportsdoctorradio.com. Hey, everybody, we're back. It's the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Wild, sports podiatrist, and we are continuing our conversation uh, with Simon Gidney, the founder of Mind to Care, and these different programs, educational programs uh, for uh, uh, the uh, uh, Alzheimer's and the dementia, the whole mental world side of things, and uh, the millions who end up taking care of these super seniors. And there's so much that's mixed into the world of aging, uh, trying to stay healthy as long as we can. Again, we talk uh, all the time about what the sports doctor considers to be the new medicine, which is number one, eat smarter. Number two, keep moving. Number three, try to reduce stress. Simon, talk a little bit more uh, about the, um, uh, the, your, your uh, reminiscent and you, the, the journal. Is journaling yep. uh, something that you yeah. find a- Positive exercise for the uh, uh, seniors? Uh, well, yeah. We, I mean, um, our core product, as I say, is like an activity and games kit to help carers engage with people who are living with Alzheimer's, puzzles and uh, ac- games and activities like that. But specifically to what you just mentioned, we've also published a couple of guides recently or journals. One is, um, we call it Reminisce and Reflect, and it basically has prompts in it with spaces for photographs. So if you wanted to sit down with, a, with an aging parent, it's an opportunity to, using the prompts, ask them questions about their lives, where they went to school, where they grew up, where they work, things like that. And then you can put family photographs in. So it, it, it's, it's designed really to capture precious life memories that, you know, we kind of take for granted. But if an aging relative passes, you know, those can get lost. So that's, that's one journal that we, we, uh, that we published. The second one, we've called it Caring for the Caregiver, and that's actually a 52-week prompt. It's a book full of basically tips, caregiving tips, um, little inspirational um, statements to kind of you know, help the, help the caregiver get their confidence back yeah, give up. Me a, because, give, give us a few tips. For the all caregiver. right, let me have a look. In it. Well, one of them we've got, one of them we've called Be a Warrior, Not a Worrier. Um, and, uh, you know, cognitive decline is a normal aspect of the aging journey. And then we've come up with some activities for mental stimulation, board games, jigsaw puzzles, writing, worksheets. Um, we've talked about... Um, enjoying life people with living with dementia we can they can still go out to a restaurant there are there are things you need that you can do to make that experience easier for them um and we have a lot of affirmations you know we we encourage caregivers caregivers to write down positive statements because often they're so brought low with negative emotions that we give them prompts and ideas and spaces for them to write down positive aspirations and to try and focus on the positive things that are happening in their lives, you know, with, with like spaces for them to write things down that they perhaps can think about. We've got some tips in there for, you know, nutrition, things to, things to eat that can help and affect our mood, um, things like that, really. It, it, it's designed just to kind of be something every week that if the caregiver opens it each week, hopefully, you know, if they're, if they're down, there's something in there they might find useful, something that will just improve their mood, something that will help them to look at life a little bit positively because, you know, well, a lot of them families, are... So many families are in this together, including the, uh, again, the sons and daughters, you yeah. know, our, our friend, mutual friend Rick Bava, you know, the uh, uh, excellent uh, uh, executive with that, the senior magazine, uh, world, we're talking again about all of these different areas of interest yeah. that are yeah. such a big deal. And again, the caregiver industry 
uh, or that world, which often, again, like you mentioned, is a family member, it's not a paid yeah. position. How has all of your information, uh, Simon, mixed in with the exploding um, senior uh, 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 living world, uh, uh, assisted living world, uh, nursing homes? How have they tuned in to what you're doing? Well, uh, <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> I thought I asked you. <laughs> the, the only reason I hesitated is we launched this business at the worst possible time <laughs> in the history of the world. We actually launched the business literally a month before everything started to shut down, you know, when a pandemic hit. So it really, until that kind of clay, we weren't able to really get out and engage a lot with, you know, the, the assisted living centers themselves. We're starting to do that now. We, you know, we've been reaching out mainly to individuals. Um, but it's a very good question, you know. I, 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 would, I would think that, I'd like to think that anybody, certainly a lot of the institutions, the assisted living centers, uh, memory facilities, they would have people who would, you know, be familiar with a lot of this. The fact oh, absolutely, that, and you know yeah. the 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 area that's included. You know the fact that you could be ninety five years old and still benefit from resistance training. Oh yeah, and 100%. that whole idea. So so the yeah. let alone let alone the mental side. So yeah. you know mu- music, and we had some people that would talk about you know art therapy. Uh, now even some of this mixed in, we pay a lot of attention to concussions on the yeah. sports doctor. I've had experts on from all over the world dealing with concussions and neurosurgeons and uh, this whole world, brain health, brain technology and aging and these cognitive concerns are, 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 are a big part of it in the world of education. And yeah. um, I, I would think you'd agree with that. A hundred percent. I mean, I think our, our kind of primary mission, really, where I feel really motivated is, is, is trying to reach out and help individual caregivers, particularly those unpaid, those 11 million unpaid people who are, who are basically trying to work it out as they go along. And, and they need as much help as they can get. I mean, statistics show that a lot of unpaid family caregivers, they themselves become ill because of the strain and stress. They don't eat properly. They, you know, they, they don't uh, look after their own health. Um, and it's so important to try and help them focus on that. I mean, you know, we're told on a plane, if the oxygen masks come down, make sure you put your own on first before you help somebody else with theirs. Because you can only really help somebody yourself if you are fit and capable. And well, I that's where the exercise of- side of things have come in. When I've had individuals, personal trainers, uh, physiotherapist, uh, 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 the uh, physical therapist, talking again about the physical challenges of caregivers uh, that, you know, people just don't even think about that no. side of things. It, and, it, it, uh, it's the, the physical, the, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, yeah. I the other, the other area, I'll just... Simon, give me, give me again the website people could find out all about the okay, services it is, and products. It's www. Obviously, then it is a mind to care. dot com. All one word: a mind to care. dot com. Fantastic, Simon. I want to thank you so much for joining us. Can I, can I say stuff? one quick last thing, Bob? Quick, quick. Very quick. For anybody out there who's listening, if they know somebody who is caring for a family member, just reach out. Give them a phone call. Ask them if you can anything you can help them with, even if it's picking up the laundry or the groceries. You know, we if we can all do that, if we know somebody yeah. who's carrying it, you know, just you call that. them up every once in a while, I you know. Couldn't, I couldn't come up with a better message for the holidays, Simon. Hold on, uh, Simon. It's the sports doctor, everybody. We'll be right back. UK Health Radio. The station that makes you feel good. Nature's Medicine for Modern Living, a people and plants dialogue hosted by Sophie.Health. At Sophie, we bring together experts and voices who rarely cross paths. Our quest is to illuminate the ancient world of plant medicine and reimagine it for the connected age. Join us to explore new boundaries of digital personalized medicine with deep roots in the natural world 
and hear from our community of international pioneers who are validating this new paradigm and improving how we feel, sleep, and cope with daily stresses naturally. Sophie.health, reconnecting people and plants. Introducing Hurdle Apparel Socks. Are you ready to step up your sock game? Hurdle socks go above and beyond by adding unrivaled support and cushioning with their new matrix support technology. By using an incredibly thin anti-odor, anti-perspiration, shock-absorbing web or matrix that's incorporated in between the fibers of their socks, Hurdle is introducing the first socks with an internal structure to support your feet. There is an immediate difference as soon as you wear them in terms of cushioning and support. Walk on and walk easy. With Hurdle Socks, go to HurdleApparel.com. UK Health Radio, the station that makes you feel good. Hey, everybody, we are back. It is the Sports Doctors In segment on the Sports Doctor where we preview some upcoming guests and topics. We had a little bit of Bob Guida wisdom, answered a few emails, brag about the book. Uh, we're excited next week. Uh, Eric Wabina, who is the CEO of uh, Baseball Blue Book, founded in 1909 as the one-stop, do-all-everything for whether it's parents or coaches or recruiters to find out about what's the best college, who's the best coach, the whole world of um, baseball at all levels. And uh, we're all excited about them uh, launching uh, uh, even more excitement on their uh, app uh, in the very, very near future. And then we're going to talk nutrition uh, with Sandy Robertson, who's written about and very involved in the world of nutrition, um, aging health, sports performance, um, the whole obesity uh, prevention world. Uh, the following week, we'll be talking with um, Corey Poyer. Uh, the vi- vitamin P purpose uh, is uh, an interesting, again, the mental game on the uh, uh, sports doctor. And we'll talk about some of the different family challenges, uh, some of the different, again, part of the mental game, the physical training side of things uh, with author, speaker, Andrea Valley uh, uh, in our first uh, New, uh, New Year's show. You know, a little Bob Guider wisdom, you know, the, the, when I first met him in the late 70s, already he was paying big attention to fall training, F-A-L-L, whatever the sport was where an athlete might be falling and he wanted to have training for that so that if the athlete was hitting a wall or he fell over the side into the bleachers or whatever was happening, fell off balance after a rebound, he would have paid attention to some training. Had a lot to do with balance work, instability work, landing technology. That's why... Bob and I got married with the role of the foot and its contribution to all of this stuff. Uh, and, uh, but the uh, idea of paying attention to doing your best when you do fall, uh, that your body's been there, you've trained for it. Okay, I, injuries, accidents happen. Uh, but being educated physically makes big sense. And that was one of his great contributions um, again, whether you were the best athlete in the world or their grandmother, uh, we wanted to make sure that uh, we were paying attention to all that balance work. Perry uh, says, you know, your two exercises that you were right about in, in uh, hashtag a sports parents for uh, young athletes. Um, how ageless is this? Hey, Perry, you're totally ageless. Uh, the uh, routine weekend warrior. Uh, people who want to, as they're getting older, seniors and super seniors, prevent falling. The best athlete in the house, that young superstar, you want to include these two exercise areas. And the one is strengthening the feet and ankles. 
Rubber bands are a great way to do it. Tilt boards, other kinds of um, uh, BOSU balancing, the uh, fantastic sand dune stepper. And part of that same criteria, work on balance. Uh, the Again, from super seniors, the whole world, our friends at uh, Physical, Romeoville Physical Therapy, uh, the uh, uh, Physical physical therapy and uh, balance centers, even in the title, the importance of balance and the inclusion, again, whether you are a um, youngster participating in any sport, think about standing and balancing on a mini trampoline. Uh, think about, uh, again, as seniors holding on, standing one foot at a time, learning from a physical therapist or personal trainer what you can be doing as you're aging to try to prevent trouble. Uh, again, whether you're a young 12 or 13-year-old is a serious figure skater or tennis player, and I'm telling them big time, strengthen those feet and ankles, quickness, explosiveness, safety, work on balance, core strength. Ida used to talk about strengthen those stabilizers, the brakes, Again, in his fall training, coming down from a jump uh, or changing direction and all these systems that are working in synergy uh, and working these two exercise areas are a key. Frances, my 11-year-old daughter, is a figure skater. Her heels have been hurting her on and off for over a year. You know, Fran, there's a, a large growth area in the back bottom of the heel that won't be matured till about 13 years old, 13, 14 in girls, maybe 15, 16 in boys. And it is susceptible to stress. If your daughter's a jumper, I think you mentioned that she was, she's doing a lot of double jumping, then the jumping and the pounding alone can be re-aggravating, aggravating the growth center. And many times we'll see that uh, certain types of padding, some intelligent rest, um, heat to enhance healing, sometimes ice massage if it's acute. But for decades, I have added orthotics in skates specifically for this reason. Because of excessive motion or positional control of the heel, think of a flat-footed kid, think of a kid with high arches, totally different mechanical forces that can be aggravating that growth center. So the, uh, and the added uh, benefit also is orthotics will help everything she's doing in the world of skating. It's one of my real passions over the decades. Like I've told our listeners and they know my poster boy, Evan Lysacek, the 2010 men's Olympic gold medalist, figure skating champion, grew up here in uh, uh, Naperville, Illinois. He was just under 10 years old when we first put orthotics in the skates. Uh, and uh, then the 12 years later, who knew he'd be the best in the world? Uh, balance and stability, such in, in important areas. Again, a quick uh, uh, reminder to everybody, uh, have a uh, safe and healthy holiday season. And uh, like we said, you know, keep moving and uh, try to eat smarter as best you can. And uh, every day pay attention to reducing stress. We'll catch you next time, everybody. Thanks. Sports Doctor.